the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial market, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown. And my two co-hosts, Mark Honp and Nam Bon, are off today from Pacific Private Money. I do have a special guest who I'll introduce in just a minute here. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. And that certificate is not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Uh, and by the way, if you will win the tanning certificate, it's worth $100. So uh, that's a pretty nice uh, gift to win on a trivia contest. Today's trivia theme is miscellaneous trivia. And today we have a special guest on our Zoom uh, uh, station, so to speak. Commercial real estate broker, Greg Galasso. And uh, Greg has actually been my broker for many years and has, has done me right. So uh, I wanted to invite him on here to have us uh, talk about commercial real estate and what's going on. He's uh, primarily in the uh, Silicon Valley. And so without further ado, uh, Greg Galasso, welcome to the Best of Investing. Okay. Thanks, Edward. Thanks uh, for having me on. All right. We have a- Good to see you again. Oh, absolutely. It's, no, it's great. It's always great seeing you. So um, we've got a list of questions here that we'd like to, or I'd like to go through with you. Um, so first of all, what industries are growing even in this COVID world? So right now, what we're seeing the most, um, the most uh, movement in is the logistics, uh, the, the just-in-time delivery, uh, those, uh, all of those uh, large-scale players are are doing extremely well. They're leasing a lot of properties, uh, and now some are even moving towards buying. But uh, what it's done is it's really shrunk the amount of available space in the industrial market. I was going to say, it's mostly in the current vacancy. Market, right? It'd be mostly in the industrial oh, market, I yeah. would because of uh, you know all, all the supply stuff going there and then getting shipped out, uh, but those spaces. I mean, you got to be talking about pretty large spaces, I would think. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you've seen uh, large scale leases from all those players that are in that, um, in and and now they're even moving towards uh, buying properties. So. Um, some fairly significant transactions have are in the process of occurring 
but we're talking about millions of square feet okay. of industrial where, you know, we didn't think for a long time that industrial development would happen here in Silicon Valley, but the, the prices have risen on the land values to where even some of the older antiquated research and development buildings that were built in the 80s and yeah. uh, maybe even early 90s are being demolished to make way for these new warehouse buildings huh. for to service these needs. And, are, and, they, and they, the growth has been exponential. Are, are they primarily? Millions and millions and millions of square feet. Okay. Are they primarily close to the airport? Is that is that kind of a major like the San Jose Airport, or does it really matter? Just more uh, it, convenient to the freeway. I would say it's more convenient to the freeways, just because the uh, the properties in and around the airport are are more office um, than than they are warehouse. So you're seeing some areas, you know, closer to the 680. Um, in the 880 corridor where you've seen it just really, really, really grow. Um, Large-scale projects. How, how much per square foot are you uh, generally seeing the rents go for? The, the, we're seeing the rents now approaching almost a dollar between dollar thirty-five and a, about a buck fifty for a warehouse building, warehouse, wow. for a new one, and and we think that the, the the rents will continue to rise as the the needs continue and the uh, you know the land is still scarce. They're they're looking at large plots of land in the twenty acre plus, and and there's just not that many of those. So uh, anything that was vacant was uh, been purchased and, and developed. Now you're seeing buildings raised for the new ones to be built. And, when you and, raised, uh, and that you seems to be the current trend. You mean R-A-Z-E-D, raised. <laughs> okay, we're going to cut to our uh, first commercial. R- R-A-Z-E-D, R-A-Z-E-D. R-A-Z-E-D. correct. That's right. All right, here's our first uh, trivia question here. Uh, in what movie is $200,000 of Confederate gold buried in a grave marked unknown next to Arch Stanton? All right, it's an old movie from the 60s. Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. And want to make a mention here for Palio Restaurant, which is serving downtown San Francisco since 1990. It's been voted, it's no surprise that it's been voted best Italian restaurant in the SF Weekly this year. Palio has consistently been voted one of the best restaurants in San Francisco by San Francisco locals. Open Monday through Saturday. Reservations are recommended. Visit paliosf.com. That's P-A-L-I-O-S-F.com. All right, stay with us. You are listening to The Best of Investing. We are going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. 
Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my special guest, Greg Galasso, who is a commercial real estate broker in the Silicon Valley. Here's our first trivia question for the tanning certificate. In what movie is $200,000 of Confederate gold buried in a grave marked unknown next to Arch Stanton? Do you remember the name of that movie, Greg? Think Clint Eastwood. Uh, it's kind of kind of unless you think about it, you wouldn't know. Uh, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. For a few dollars more. Yeah, no, no. This one was uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Remember, because uh, he's talking to the ugly, and uh, he goes, "This grave is marked unknown." <laughs> it goes next to Arch Stanton. That's where the gold was. Okay. Oh, that one was kind of a hard one. All right. So we are in the uh, studio. Via Zoom uh, with Greg Galasso, who is a commercial real estate broker, and we're we're talking so far about uh, the industrial space that's in the Silicon Valley, and um, you know I was going to ask you that what about all the potential exiting from California that you hear about? Has any of that affected the, the Silicon Valley or specifically the industrial area? Certainly has not impacted the industrial area uh not not at all because all segments of of the industrial are are still growing we're seeing um demand on all different types of products sizes you know from multi-tenant spaces to the large-scale warehouses real strong demand with the pressure on pricing it's going up so we're not seeing the uh, the exodus causing any issues as as it relates to the industrial sector. Okay, so that now that kind of moves not on to all. the next one though, which is you know what's happening with lease rates just in general in the Silicon Valley, and have the industrial space demand pushed the office and and R and D space higher because of just the accumulation of the industrial space getting a uh, low vacancy. They're not really connected okay. uh, in terms of how those prices are impacted. Each ma each market stands on its own. Um, yeah. We are seeing an increase and in an uptick in the office markets. Uh, a lot more people are getting out and touring as companies are uh, beginning to plan their returns uh, in full. We're, we're seeing more hybrid returns. Um, but a lot of people are, are anxiously awaiting the return to the office on a full-scale basis. But right now, I think the situation is such that there's caution. Um, the, the, that situation is very fluid. The... Um, so well, let me uh, ask but, you with the we're seeing that people want to people want to return, but okay. they're just they're just being cautious. And if they return back to the office, uh, will there be you know this six feet of separation type of situation where they're they're going to give people more space? You know, their employees. Yeah, that's what that's what we. Are hearing, uh, you know, we're we're doing that here at Collier's, but we've always sort of had that, <clears throat> uh, just generically. Uh, that was sort of our culture. Uh, we've got uh, a decent amount of space. Like, there's nobody within ten feet of me, for example. 
Okay. And I'm in an open area in a cube. Uh, so, um, you know, we, we don't, we were already prepared for it two months after the initial, um, you know, the lockdowns that happened originally back in uh, 2020. So our offices were pretty set up. You know, when, when, once people start going back to work, it's not going to go to where it was, let's say in 2018, where you have cubicles and everybody's really close to each other. They're going to, they're going to have some separate, more separation. Don't you think? Yes, they will. And, And they'll have that, uh, in in terms of their way their office furniture set up there'll be shields um, things like that to uh, keep the employees protected but it's it's definitely something that's part of the plan to return to office is is how that how that work uh, place is is set up I wonder how so long, it's definitely uh, yeah I wonder how long they'll have, you know, the shields and, you know, will we ever quote, get back to normal or is this for the next 10, 20, 30 years going to be like this? Any indication from uh, from perspective tenants? No, no, we don't have really any indication on, on that type of a horizon. I think that the more immediate is, is, what's at the forefront of the thinking uh, and just trying to make sure they're providing a safe workplace. That's generally the concern. You know, the good news about Silicon Valley is there is a lot of concern for the employees. Um, And so as we, as I see people and I talk with them, I say, how are you guys doing? Uh, And a lot of them, you know, teams are going in on, you know, staggered days yeah. Um, and and then they have plenty of space. So I, don't, I we we haven't seen too many situations where it's a full staff. Um, so you know when when I drive around and go look at at properties, you don't see a lot of cars in the parking lot necessarily. And haven't they talked about? Originally, they were talking about coming back to work January, and then I think they pushed it off to September. And then are they pushing it back off to this next January? Of, of like people coming back a lot more quote full time. You know, at some point they're going to ask. A lot of them are. Yeah, and and I just think that, you know, as the the COVID situation was doing better, um, I think that people were really in that plan to to make it happen. And then Delta rears its head, so now everybody's just being still quite cautious because uh, I guess that's a lot more infectious okay. than regular COVID. I t- I'll tell you what, we'll, uh, so, we're, so we're, we're going to continue on. A lot of caution. We're going to cut to a quick break and we'll continue on. Second trivia question. Tabitha was a spinoff of what popular TV show? Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. Don't press that dial. We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer.
You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my special guest, commercial real estate broker, Greg Galasso in the Silicon Valley. Uh, so, Greg, let's see if you know the answer to this trivia question. Tabitha was a spinoff of what popular TV show? What's the name? What's the Bewitched. answer? Bewitched. That is correct. Good job. So you're, you're, you're batting 500. So I want to make a quick mention here um, for the Portola Hotel and Spa, uh, which is in the Monterey area, the triple a four diamond Portola Hotel and Spa voted among the top 10 hotels in Northern California by Condé Nast Travelers Readers. Um, they are a LEED certified hotel and they reflect unparalleled modern coastal luxury in downtown Monterey, featuring 379 newly renovated guest rooms and 60,000 feet of meeting space with adjacent uh, with the adjacent Monterey Conference Center. They are a pet-friendly Hotel, and they uh, have several on-site award-winning amenities, including spa on the plaza. They're located steps away from Fisherman's Wharf on Cannery Row, and it's all right there at the Portola Hotel and Spa. And for more information, visit PortolaHotel.com. All right. Uh, so, Greg, we've been uh, talking about commercial real estate, uh, primarily in the Silicon Valley. What things could cause slowdowns? The biggest concerns, I think, and a slowdown is the um, availability of uh, materials for the construction industries. Ah, it's supply um, chain. That and, and then and then the cost thereof. Su- supply chain is is definitely a uh, a, a concern. So uh, the good news is a lot of the uh, the vendors here are. Um, pretty good purchasers so they have the ability to uh you know try to get things going more their way of the available products and and the demand has been pretty consistent uh it does cause delays uh the other thing is a lot of the cities are are not fully back uh at the office and so you know, the plan checks and, and things of that nature are taking longer than they have in the past uh, as these uh, um, different agencies are uh, working remote. So it, it does cause a little bit longer to get your permits and, and things of that nature. So we're adding additional time onto the timelines, um, you know, a few months uh, to maybe as many as five or six depending on the complexity of what's being constructed. Gotcha. And are you seeing the rental uh, that, increase on, on all levels, you know, office, R&D, uh, as, and warehouse as well as industrial? Are you seeing, are you seeing increases in all so, of rents? I think that the, um, on, on the a new product, yes. Uh, the, the rates have gone up mostly because the, the the cost to produce it now is 
more than it was. So therefore, to provide returns uh, that were commensurate with normal investment, uh, th that they're doing it based on a higher cost. So, so those costs have, have pushed up the lease rates. The um, and and companies prefer the newer uh, ones. So we're seeing a lot of older buildings be getting uh, completely renovated and updated, modernized, much more energy efficiencies, which the companies like. They they're looking for um, you know lead certifications at a minimum, if not even net zero. So that drives up costs. And a lot of the corporate uh, users are uh, wanting that. They, they, they want that designation on their, on their properties. Can you, um, can you give us a range? And, and, you know, with, with not a lot of activity, go ahead. I was going to say, I know it's kind of hard because uh, so, our, we're a little bit out of sync with our computers, and I, I get it. So I'm trying to like let the audience know that sometimes you can hear me okay in time, and sometimes you can't. Uh, could you give us a range of rental rates in the different markets? You know, office and and uh, in uh, R and D, and I know it's going to be different in Fremont than it is in Palo Alto. Yeah. Um, well. That's for sure. Yeah. Like, for example, and, and you know, I, I think on the office, let's stick with, uh, like, the Class A product. Okay. So, you know, some of the major markets, San Jose Airport, for example, um, you know, the rents are in the low fours on a full-service basis. Um, and those are generally, you know, the, the buildings that have been at the airport that have all undergone significant upgrades um, and, and that activity's picked up. When you go up the peninsula, you, as you start moving up, of course, everything is more expensive. Um, Santa Clara is, is probably another, mm. I would say it's about another 15 to 20% more than San Jose. Okay. And I, I think that continues all the way up until you, until you get to Palo Alto, which is the, the most expensive. And, and, and those rents are probably double what the San Jose rates are, if not even more, eight, eight, depending eight, on how new eight to uh, the, to $10 per square foot is what I'm hearing then. Eight to $10 a square yeah. foot. Wow, that's no, that's for AAA office. What Correct. about Class C? Mm, you know, though they're different, um, and and the C buildings. I think people are looking for some of those to you know just to still be in a great location, um, and and have it be a lot more affordable. So, I, I mean, I have a couple of those listings myself, and and we're almost fully leased on those. Uh, rents are more like. Um, in the two fifty to three dollar range in San Jose, and then similar increases uh, on the way up. Maybe not quite as much uh, in terms of the the leaps that I spoke of earlier, uh, but definitely it, it just bumps up at, as you go all the way up to Palo Alto and um, Milpitas lags, and and and, and Fremont's actually done really well because of the Tesla factor. 
um, a lot of people want to be there and and support that company, and so that's really now, didn't uh, Tesla, caused a lot more demand. Didn't Tesla move to? Oh, you know what? Hey, we got to cut. Hold on, before we get into that, we got to get to our next commercial break here. Third trivia question: What actor played Bill the Butcher uh, in the 2002 movie Gangs of New York? You have to have seen the movie to know this. Call 888-912-1190. First caller with correct answers and win that tanning certificate. Stay with us. The best of investing is going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM. The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with uh, Greg Galasso, our special guest. And our last trivia question, um, actually, it's not last time for today because we're going to have one more small segment after this. Here's our third trivia question. What actor played Bill the Butcher in the 2002 movie Gangs of New York? Did you see the movie? You had to have seen the movie. A long time ago. Oh, okay. I did, and I don't, I don't recall. I can't remember. Okay, Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna have to reduce my average. That's right. Yeah, you're down to 333. Yeah, Daniel Day-Lewis played him, and uh, uh, Cameron Diaz was in there, as well as uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, but... Uh, he played Bill the Butcher. All right. Um, so before we cut the break, I was asking about Tesla because there was news that they were moving their headquarters to uh, Texas. Um, but off the air, you were mentioning to me about that they're still keeping a huge presence in California. Yeah, they they have significant um uh, amount of square footage here throughout Fremont and and now other cities as well. So I I think maybe it's just the HQ that's moving, but they they still have a significant footprint here in Silicon Valley. But the HQ though, I mean that's you know, of the talent. Of how many how much square footage was their headquarters? Um, yeah, that's pretty. It was a hundred percent sure how big it was. I, I, I think it was about 300,000 square feet. Um, okay, that's, that's but, pretty- um, yeah, you know, they, they they've got they have millions of square feet here still. Millions, okay. Now, did you think you, you think after and they're, and they're still looking? Do you, do you think after moving the headquarters that they'll start moving the plants over there too? They'll continue to keep a footprint here, uh, and and I think a significant one. Uh, you know, it's the talent pool that's here. Uh, it's second to none, and um, I I don't see them deserting California. Okay. Um, but you know they they're growing all over the place. Um, you know they it it's you know it's not just California where they have facilities. Um, you know, they. I know that they recently purchased a significant parcel in Texas, but um, I don't know if that's simply for manufacturing. But you know, I, I I've gone by some of their some of their dealerships, and there, there's no cars. Yeah, I mean, 
they're they're selling them as fast as they can make them. Well, it's interesting that supply. You know, so, so they're still doing extremely well. Yeah, you know, we've, we've uh, oh, it's been all in the news about yeah. the supply chain. So that, that's hit cars. I mean, it's at everything. Uh, you know, it, it's it, it's just yeah. kind of crazy because you know, we we lost a seat in Congress because of uh, people moving out of California, and you wonder is that con- going to continue? And if it does, you know, how many people are going to move from the Silicon Valley, but, you know, I guess we still have the weather so far and that's kind of what keeps people in California. And that's why you said we have the biggest talent pool, right? Yeah. You know, I don't think anybody minds, you know, we pay a lot of taxes in California and I don't think people mind paying the weather tax. They don't mind. (laughs) So, um, you know, because I was going to ask about this. This It's pretty this goes off script from uh, from commercial real estate, but you know, it, it, there was a a situation with Congress not too long ago where, uh, with Janet Yellen and Biden and everybody who's in power, they they were going to make the banks. It, it appeared they were going to make the banks report to the government, i.e., the IRS, if there was more than six hundred dollars worth of transactions in a bank account, like. A year, not just six hundred per transaction. And yeah. I mean, I can't imagine how much wasted talent of IRS is going to be spent on trying to chase ghosts, so to speak. Because you know, not everybody's cheating on their taxes. Who you know has more than six hundred dollars worth of transactions. Now it looks like they're backing down on that and potentially just doing like maybe up to ten thousand dollars. But even that still seems. A little bit too much big brother doesn't it yeah i i was glad to hear that they were backing off because i thought you know shoot sometimes you you know you you buy certain things with cash or you go to the bank and you get cash and you're thinking geez am i am i gonna get flagged so you know it's just gonna increase everybody's uh need for their for really good record keeping and um um I, I'm glad that they're backing off. That, that seemed like it was just way too much of an overreach. So I, I'm glad to hear that that's going to hopefully peel yeah, all the way they, back. You know, right now, I mean, the law is that it's $10,000 or more of cash. They, they have to you have to fill out a uh, report. But um, but if there's uh, uh, you know, but but if they were if they were going to say that you have to, the ten thousand dollars of any transaction it doesn't have to be cash. You know, you're talking about writing checks too. But that, that's, that's yeah. just, the audit on that would just be redonkulous. Um, there wouldn't be enough people to to audit every every anybody really on that. So I thought that was kind of uh, kind of crazy. But I'm glad that they're backing off on that. Um, what else can you tell Me us too. about? Yeah, well, you know, you don't. You sound very calm. You don't seem like you're worried at all about uh, commercial real estate in the Silicon Valley. Everybody that I know of right now is 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 very busy. Um, there's a a lot of activity in all sectors, so I I think that um, you know the future is still bright for Silicon Valley. It's a really special place in in, in the in the globe uh, to to be. It's dynamic. 
there's still people coming here. You look at the house prices and you're just going, oh, my yeah. gosh. That's incredible. You know, one thing one thing that's got going on um, too is if you think about it, the traffic, because people are some people are working from home and not going to the office as much, I gotta think the traffic hasn't been so bad. Isn't that right? I mean, it's rare it's rare you have any traffic. I mean, you know, I still have to go around and go check out my properties and, and go to meetings here and there and it's very rare that you have to really factor in those time delays for the traffic. You just don't have to do it. Once in a while now, the 101 is starting to back up again. Yeah. And you've experienced that. But uh, um, it, well, you remember, it's, it's, it's you remember not as bad as it was. 2004, after dot-com turned into dot-bomb, it was kind of a ghost town. You, I mean, you didn't have to worry about traffic at all. It was a little nerve wracking, actually, you know, but it seemed like. Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah. But that was kind of, I guess, stupid money going after a lot of these uh, uh, startups, whereas, you know, they, they, they seem to have kind of brought it down a little bit to uh, uh, earth uh, and not just throwing money at anything. Maybe that's kind of a, a huge difference. Um, and, you know, who knows what's going to happen. A lot of them didn't even have products. You know, we didn't even touch on life science and how much that's gone in Silicon Valley and San Francisco Peninsula. Uh, just incredible uh, what's gone on in that industry as well. So um, that's just another one that's that's okay, well, really, we'll, really done incredibly well. We'll continue on. All right. Stay with us. The Best of Investing will be back with some closing comments. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, all along with my special guest, Greg Galasso, who's a commercial real estate broker with Colliers. And all this time, we forgot to mention, uh, how do people get a hold of you, Greg, if they have questions about what's going on in the Silicon Valley? I have multiple ways of someone getting a hold of me. I've got... Uh, office line here um which is uh 408-282-3816 uh, my email which is greg.galasso g-a-l-a-s-s-o at colliers.com that's another good way and you know always happy to talk with people and see if see uh if i can answer any question that they might have help them so sure and, uh, all and, of those work on the website. You know, you can find me on the website for Colliers as well. And I got to say, I got to give you a personal plug because Greg has been my broker for what, 20 years now. And uh, you've done, you've done me right. Yeah, say, a really long time. Yeah, I know. And I got to really, I really appreciate you because uh, uh, I found you to be incredibly smart and incredibly honest. And uh, those, are, those are two very good uh attributes uh to, to find in a commercial real estate broker so I, I can't i can't recommend you highly enough 
Uh, and that's, uh, I really appreciate you coming on and giving us some uh, good information here about the Silicon Valley. It's, it's actually, it's kind of better than I thought because I wasn't sure what was really going on, um, you know, with, with, the co- with COVID and, and people exiting out of California and all that. But, but it sounds like things are actually looking up in the Silicon Valley. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, I think so. Uh, you know, especially in, in our sector, the, you know, the commercial industrial sector is, uh, is, you know, healthy and it's, uh, it's good. And, you know, people still want to, they still want to be here uh, and take advantage of all the, uh, all of the talent that's here. And I think people want to be in California and um, it, it's still an extre- extremely dynamic place to work. Um, and, and it's fun. And, you know, and, I got a lot of nice people here. We learn stuff every day. And, and on, a, on a personal level, um, if anybody has golf questions, can they call you on that too? Yeah, <laughs> sure. You know, I'm always willing to talk golf. Yeah, of course. Are, are you Are you still touring? I, are you touring in the senior um, I, I have I have one more event coming up this year that in uh, down in LA for um, the uh, California State Amateur for seniors. Okay. Now that I'm old. Now you're old, yeah. Uh, I get to I get to participate in that. Now that I'm old, <laughs> but uh, no, I I still enjoy it. Yeah. Well, you you I'm you, still decent at it. Well, yeah, I can compete and have fun. That's what quite, it's all. About. You're quite humble because uh, a lot of people who don't know you uh, don't realize how good a golfer you really are. And so uh, it, 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 they should look you up and uh, be quite impressed, I'm sure. All right. So Greg Galasso from Collier's uh, talking commercial real estate. And uh, we're going to cut out for our thoughts today here. And we thank you again for joining us on The Best of Investing. And uh, here are our thoughts for the day. I'm great at multitasking. I can waste time, be unproductive, and procrastinate all at once. That's pretty good talent, huh? And I can't believe I and I can't believe I got fired from the calendar factory. All I did was take a day off. But I'm pumped. <laughs> I can't figure you'd like that. We always have to. We always have to have some levity here. Uh, when we're talking business, uh, mm. on the best of investing. So with that, we are going to say our adieus uh, for the audience. Tune in next week to the best of investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to the best of investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on 860 AM. The answer. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.